Hello, greetings, and welcome back to yet another episode of The Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl, Naila, and because I am unaware of what time you are listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is um, Tuesday, May 3rd, 2022. It is 3.31 p.m. So you guys, if you hear the click-clack of my mouse, the tapping of my keys, the rolling of my chair, know that I am at work and that's what's up. So, you guys, I know it's been a while. I know it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, <clears throat> my podcast episodes seem to have so much space in between them and it's starting to happen more and more and more. But, um, you know, life does happen. And on top of that, I, I don't want to just get on here and just be saying any old thing, you know, if I don't have anything to say, you know, um, so I like to get on here when I have something to say. So how's everyone doing? I hope everyone is doing fine, doing well, doing great, doing awesome, all of that. Um, as for me and my house, we doing just fine. Okay. We doing just fine. Um, just been a little busy. Um, but, uh. That's all right. Um, I'm building up my strength. My strength is coming in good because um, if you've been a listener um, for a while, you know that I went through this stage where I couldn't get up out of the bed. You guys like I was just going through um, could barely hold my head up. And so I'm recovering from all of that. And um, it's taken a while to build back up because I was very uh, active before uh, uh, pre-pandemic. I was very active, um, uh, was active in the gym. And then I would take the stairs everywhere I went. I was on the third floor. And so I would take the stairs everywhere. Even if I had to go to the bathroom, I'd go down to the second floor instead of the one that's what was right by my desk. Um, I just... Um, was very active and I worked on a, a college campus so I would walk the campus on lunch as well and then um, the car garage the parking garage was far away so I would after work and before work I had a little ways to go so now you know going from doing that to sitting at home working in my office and yes I have stairs in my home but I had gotten to a place where I was not going up and down my stairs at all I wasn't even coming out of my room at all like that's how exhausted I was all the time I would just as soon as I get off work I just lay down in my bed just lay down so I am starting to build up my strength again um just doing little stuff here and there um I'm not as winded uh, as I used to be, like I used to get very winded, even sitting here talking to you all, I used to get very winded. I still do. Um, I don't know if you notice, but sometimes I'm, I'm like very winded, um, when I'm talking to you all. And sometimes, and I think that has a, a lot to do with, uh, possibly, um, anxiety to an extent, because sometimes I'm fine until I hit record. And then I just feel this strong, like, oh my gosh, I'd need to catch my breath. But anyway, I got on here today because I keep seeing something that really bothers me. And uh, I wanted to come on here and discuss it. And I, I'm sure I've discussed it before because if it's a pet peeve of mine, 
I'm sure I've said something about it before. Just don't know if I've I've committed an entire uh, podcast to it. But um, this podcast is about religion. Religion. Okay. Um, I've been hearing a lot of quote unquote Christians and then actual Christians say that they hate religion. They hate religion, right? And I get so angry when I hear that um, because it lets me know that people are not studying the Bible and, and, and really paying attention to what it is and what it's saying face value. If anything, it's like people are, are listening to others and and from that listening to others it gets repeated and then you know that that same tainted word starts to follow people around and people change the entire meaning of a word to mean something very ugly and so it it causes people to shun that particular thing and so the thing that they're shunning is religion and i have a problem with that I really do. Um, and I believe God has a problem with people shunning religion. Um, I was, I saw a, um, a little small clip on Instagram from, um, Michael Todd of transformation church. And he was really making some great and awesome points. But one of the things that he said in there that kind of just struck me like, "Mm," was when he said, um, you know, he said that he's, you know, that he used to, um, read his word. And then like within four hours later, he's having sex with somebody, you know, and he was saying that he was practicing religion, but he wasn't, um, uh, Ooh, I forgot the word that he said, but he was saying that, that he wasn't, that, that he was just practicing religion, meaning going through certain, um, uh, uh, actions, you know, you go to church and you lift your hands and you do all this different stuff. And then, you know, um, you don't live the lifestyle. Right. And so he was saying, basically he was making it out as if religion is just the act of going through raising your hands, you know, spraying on some cheap cologne, going to church, you know what I mean? Just, you know, going through, through the, through the motions, but not really living the life. And what stuck out to me was, and, and I quote, and, and, and I commented on it not to, you know, not to try to, you know, um, uh, come against him, but to put, uh, to, 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 uh, make sure that it's out there in people's minds that, um, religion is not a bad thing. You know, um, religion, uh, when, when we look at, um, if, if we're really reading our word, you guys, if, if we're really reading our word, we will see that religion is a good thing, but somewhere down the line, Someone expressed their disgust with religion and, 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 and I guess put it in a, in a context as though it's just judgmental people who are churchy, 
you know, and um, that just stuck. And so you have people like like Kirk Franklin coming out saying no rules, no religion. You have people saying different things. I was I was listening to a song uh, today and she started out by saying, I hate religion. I hate people telling me what to do. And I'm like, this is craziness because the word of God clearly tells us the definition of pure religion pure religion this that's James 1:27 pure religion and undefiled before God and the father is this to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. So how is reading your word and going out and sinning four hours later? How is that religious? How are you a religious person if 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 you're just going through certain motions of, well, I better read the word because that's what they say I'm supposed to do every day. I got to read a scripture every day. I got to do this. I got to do that. How is that pure religion? Pure religion is is is. Where you you are unspotted and undefiled from the world. So if you're going out and committing um, fornication, that's not you're not a religious person. Hmm? You're not religious. Religious is to be unspotted from the world. Not blemished, not stained with 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 guilt and sin. That's the opposite of religion. So what I said in my comment on there is the sad thing is they're not religious at all. They're not, they're not being religious. They're actually being a person who, who, who participates in ritual. What is the definition of ritual? A religious or solemn ceremony consisting of a series of actions performed according to a prescribed order. That's more of a ritual. If you want to say that God is displeased with something, possibly you could say ritual. Possibly you could use the word ritual. Hmm? A ritual is a sequence of activities involving gestures. So that's what he was talking about. Raising your hands, gestures, words, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, da, 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 da. you know, actions. But, you know, and I don't mean like following the word of God, like jumping up and down, running around, you know what I mean? Or objects performed according to a set sequence. So people come in with a Bible and they sit down and they do this every week. Once it becomes consistent like that, that is, that is a ritual. Hmm? Rituals may be prescribed by the traditions of a community, including a religious community. Right? So, people are getting things mixed up. Because pure religion is godly. So when you have people out here saying, no, I hate religion. No, no rules, no, no rules, no religion. There has to be a set of rules. There has to be something in place that stops us from acting in our flesh. Right? 
We are born sinners. We're born into sin. We're born into sin. So our flesh is going to automatically do things that are not considered uh, wholesome or values based on Christ. See, Christ came as the example to show us this is how you do this. This is how you act. This is how you this is how you live. Then, you know, to be to to reach out to to the afflicted. To the to the fatherless and to the widows, that's godly. That's religion. That is religious. That's religious. So people saying this, I, I wish people would pay closer. To, I love words. I wish people would pay attention to words. And I know I get it wrong sometimes. But I'm not here as someone to dog out people who are getting it wrong. Instead, I'm here as an informant. See, that's what we're all here for. Iron sharpens iron. When we see something out of place, then we correct it. And we say, no, brother, no, brother, my sister, this is this is what the true thing is, because someone else is going to be able to come and correct me at a certain point. Do you get what I'm saying? So we're here to rub up against each other, show each other the way when the others are 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 getting something wrong. You get what I'm saying? And we don't go and wag our fingers in their face. No, they are our they are our peers. They they are part of the body. So we are, you know, everyone's so focused on their bodies and their physical health right now, you know, and just being a better them. Think of the body of Christ as being a body. And we want our entire body moving and functioning correctly. Right. We want a healthy body. So to have a healthy body, when we see something or hear something and we know otherwise, then we are to say it and let our brother and sister know, hey, look at this scripture with me right quick. James 127 defines religion as a pure religion as undefiled before God and the father. You know, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Somewhere we got hypocrite and and religious. We, 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 we got hypocritical and religious mixed up. We got them wrong. OK, because I think what everyone should be saying is is, is, is a sense of hypocrisy, if anything, which is the practice of claiming to have moral standards or beliefs to which one's own behavior does not conform. That's what it is. It's hypocrisy. It's not religion. It's not being religious. It's being a hypocrite. And somewhere we got those words mixed up. We are to love the things that God loves and hate the things that he hates. Do we always get it right? No. Will we always get it right? Of course not. We are in a fleshly body that has needs and wants and desires that go against what the spirit is asking. Right? Hmm? 
So we need to we need to take a deeper look at everything. And understand what we're saying because we're shunning the very thing that God loves, which is pure religion. That is what this whole everything, pure religion is living godly, unspotted from the world, living for God. That's what you, you want to be religious. You want to be religious people. You don't want to be hypocritical. You don't want to be, you don't want to be that. You don't want to be a hypocrite, but you do want to be religious, you know? And, and that's what I, that's what I came to talk about you guys. We have to, we have to, we have to search the scriptures and then we have to use common sense and then just go look at what an actual word means. Even when we see, cause that's a word, that's one of those words where we say, oh, I know the meaning of that. And you don't, you've heard it all your life. So you think you know what it means. But then when you go and look up the word, it means something totally different. See, I love words and I look up words all the time. Words that I think I know the meaning of. Because a lot of times we don't know. We don't know. We've heard it all of our lives and we haven't searched it out for ourselves. And that's very important. Study to show yourselves approved. Don't listen to just your pastor say it. You go and you look it up afterwards and say, let me, let me, let me look at this. Let me, let me, let me study what they, what they gave me. Because what they gave me, they might not even realize that they're not giving me the, the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help them God. Hmm? Come on, you guys. We got to step our game up. A lot of times we make it easy on the devil, the devil and his imps and whatever. They don't have to even hardly do anything. We're doing all the work for them. We're tearing down the word of God for them. They don't have to tear it down. We're doing it ourselves out of ignorance foolishness don't be a fool learn learn this is not to shun anybody but it is to say you need to know what you're talking about especially when you're standing before others and 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 you have a certain platform where people follow you you have to be careful you have to be careful because now you're putting it out there and there's a no, a whole nother host of people, a whole nother generation of young people who are coming up hearing you say these words and just saying, repeating it again. And it will go on for generation to generation because people are reading less and less. People are studying for themselves less and less. People are knowing less and less. Now, I remember there was a song that I came on here and I was singing one time. And you guys, I was sitting there recently and I was like, um, the song came in my head again because I was re remembering what my husband's name means, which is beautiful and, uh, or handsome. And I was, and I was thinking of my name, which is, which is, uh, the one who succeeds and, you know, and, and, and our names together, you know, um, is beautiful success, beautiful success. Right. And so I was thinking about his name and I was like, and the song came in my head again. He gives beauty for ashes, strength for fear. 
Gladness for mourning, peace for despair. He gives beauty for ashes, strength for fear. Gladness for mourning, peace for despair. So what did I do next? I went and I was like, oh, just let me go look up the scripture. I just want to, oh, I just want to read that. And as I did, I noticed that the words weren't all the way the same. And when you take something and you change it just a little bit, it changes the meaning of it, right? And so I was looking at it. I looked it up. I'm like, God, where's the scripture? So I look it up, Isaiah 61, 3. And it says, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto to them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. And see, this is the reason why the word of God tells us not to take anything or add anything from his word, because when we do, it changes the meaning. See, that song, it's all nice and wonderful. And some of the words are, are, are right on. But there are some words that 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 seem to to dilute how strong and potent and oily this word is. To appoint unto, unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they might be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. I looked at that and I felt truly stupid because I got on here one day and I was really just singing that song and quoting it like it was just on point. And yes, it's wonderful. It's inspirational. It's got some of the words in there that the scripture has, but it diluted the word. It diluted it. And that's what a lot of these things are doing. We're, we're, you know, they're, they're, it's cutting down on the on the oil oiliness that is there for us. Think about water versus oil. Think about how thin water is versus oil. Oil is 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 it, it, it can be really thick, but it's 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 definitely always going to be thicker than water, right? When we begin to water things down, it changes the consistency and it also changes the value of it, right? So what we don't want to do, think about if, if, okay, people who go to bars and stuff like that and they go and they say their drinks are watered down and they, they charging us $10 a drink and drink is watered down. Why are they mad about the water being in there? If the water, if, if, if watering things down was good, then why would people be mad about it? It's because you, it's, and, and, and look, let me tell you, 
I've never been a drinker. Have I drank something before? Yes, but I've never liked it. I've never liked the thought of it. But think about it. If you were really a drinker and you were going and someone was watering down your drinks and charging you $10 for it, it's going to take you longer to get drunk. It's going to take you longer to get, get intoxicated. And you're paying for something that's not even worth what you're paying, the, the amount of money that you're paying. It takes the value down. It knocks it down a peg and the effectiveness of it isn't as strong, isn't as potent. So when the word of God tells us not to add anything to it or take anything away, this is why. His word is potent. It's oily. It's good. It's rich. And when we take it and we put it to a little cutesy song, he gives beauty for ashes, strength for fear. I don't see anything in here about fear. Gladness for mourning, peace for despair. You know, it's it's cutesy. It's inspirational. But what it is, what it is, what it is not is as pure and as oily and as good as it is, as is. We don't, it doesn't need to be stripped down except for your understanding purposes. If you need to strip it down and, 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 and look into the words and break those words down, that's different. That's just breaking it down so you can understand it, right? But that is not taking it and completing, completely watering it down to mean something different. So we have to be careful with our words, saints. We have to understand what we're saying and we have to stop following what everyone is saying. There's so many things that that the Christian culture that 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 we say that's not even in the Bible. We would argue that it's in there. Why? Because it's been passed or passed down from from generation to generation. You know, it's it's being passed down. Right. And so your pastor said it. Well, your mama's pastor said it. Your mama's mama's pastor said it. Whoever else said it. And it just gets dropped down to you. And so because you've heard it all your life, you're convinced that that's in the Bible. And it's not. It is not. So we have to be careful, okay, with with that. We have to be careful uh, in our understanding. We have to know what things mean because trust me, people who are in those Buddhist societies, they know, they know what they're talking about when it comes down to their religion. They know, right? Muslims, they know about their religion. They learn, okay? They learn these things. But when it comes down to the Christians, we are so doggone bipolar in serving God or not like it's a choice. We are we are finicky. We are straddling the fence. We're not on one, one side or the other. That's the reason why they don't take us seriously in this particular religion. That's why. That's why. How serious do you take it? These people over here, regardless of if they're serving the right God or not, they're willing to blow themselves up for the truth or what they think is the truth. But you get a Christian and 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 
you 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 threaten to take their job away or else do do what I'm telling you to do. Or I'm going to take your job away. Oh, they oh oh a Christian will compromise. A lot of them who claim to be Christians will compromise and do whatever because this is my likelihood. My likelihood. Ooh, did y'all hear me? This is my livelihood. I have bills to pay. I can't afford to to basically what we're saying is I can't afford to live for God right now. He'll forgive me. He know my heart. He know I got bills. He know I got this and that. Huh? <laughs> oh, so 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 now you can put your 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 God on hold for a second to tend to to real life as if God is not real. As if God is just something you do. As if he's something you do for recreational purposes. That's it. Which is activity done for enjoyment. When one is not working. So on the weekend. This is part of our recreational activity. We go to church. But all through the week, we're serving mammon. Because when, 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 when stuff gets real and hits the fan, we compromise and bend. And say, I can't lose my job. Is if God doesn't supply the needs for the birds or the sky and different, you know. It, we get so caught up in keeping our our high speed internet and our and our and our and our and our way of life the way we've come to know life to be we get so used to that to where uh 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 no my kids need they nickelodeon huh my kids need you know they 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 they, they need they they cable Y'all, when I used to work at DirecTV and Dish Network and and um and um uh, what is that other one? Time Warner, was it Time Warner? It changed to something else. But when I was working at all these little places, y'all, people would call in, and it was so disturbing to me. People would call in, and they'd be in tears over some doggone TV, and they would say crazy things like. My kids need TV and they need to watch TV. I don't, what am I going to do with my kids? It's summertime. What am I going to do with my kids now that, 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 that the internet, I mean, that the TV is out. Y'all can't get out here today. Y'all can't get out here and do a tech technician, send a technician out today. I got to wait a week. What am I going to do with my kids? Hmm. That used to disturb me because people really sound distraught and jacked up over the fact that they were going to have to figure out something for their kids because TV has become a babysitter. TV puts children in trances. That's why they sit there like that. You can't get a child to sit still for nothing in the world. You could threaten to beat the brakes off these kids and they're not going to be still. Yet you turn that TV on. It's like they sit there. They sit there and their head go up and they look at it. And their mouth drops. And they're sitting there 
for however long that program is on. As soon as you turn it off, that's when they Y'all, I never forget that happened when, when uh, my kids were little. I really didn't let them watch anything other than like Christian cartoons and stuff like that. <laughs> At a certain point, uh, when we were just like really, really in church. Like, I didn't let them watch certain things, you know? And so, I had had went ahead and let them watch uh I had bought this SpongeBob um uh, DVD and they were watching it and we had gotten home from church and they were they were in the living room and my sister and I we would turn the TV on you know um and let them watch TV and we go back in the room and we talk you know talk about what happened at church and try to <laughs> try to unload what happened at church and, and just, you know, cause, cause we were going through a lot back then. Okay. And so we would have to come home and we would have to basically cleanse ourselves from church and, and the different, um, traumatic situations that took place. And we would have to come home and, and unpack it all. And so we, 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 we let the kids go in the living room. We turn the TV on every single last one of them. You guys, fell fast asleep like it was stone quiet it was quiet in the living room me and my sister said what's going on because we didn't know that we didn't know what was going on they was just they were quiet and i guess they had watched it all but they had fallen asleep during the time that they were watching it and so it was just on the menu, you know how on a DVD, it's it's just the menu and it's do 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 that stupid SpongeBob music do 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 do, and it was just stupid stuff happening over and over again, like it was on repeat, you know, because it that's what it does when it's when you not when you haven't pressed anything on the menu. So we got up and we we went in the living room and all of them was asleep. So we was like, oh, they sleep. So all we did was we just turned it off. Every single last one of them, you guys, it was so creepy. All their eyes went bleep and opened up at the same time. Like, hey, like, you know what I mean? They just, and then we was just like, okay, no more of this. <laughs> no more of this. No more. Y'all can't watch this anymore. Because, and, 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 and I'm not saying, y'all, it happened like all of them, all four of them. It was my three kids and her child, and they were very small, very small. Now, one could argue and say, well, it's because it was something going on in the background and you shut it off. But no, it was the way that it happened. You know, some people going to sleep through, through you turning it off, and they're going to be perfectly fine. You know what I'm saying? I've turned off stuff while my kids asleep before and they didn't do that. All of their eyes just all at once. They just opened their eyes like they came out of a instantly came out of a trance. And it was strange. And we were just like, that was very, very strange. <laughs> but yeah, we let we let TV and games and things entertain our children. We let devices entertain them. And then we come together on the weekend for our recreational meetup at church. And we lift our hands in ritual, in rituous praise.
We've been living, however, all week. But now it's time to, to, to put on our recreational clothes. It's time. It's that time, okay? It's that time for us to come together. Us hypocrites come together and not be religious, but be hypocrites. Be hypocritical, right? Hmm. So yeah, that's all I came to talk about you guys today. I just, it just really bothers me to hear it. And, and it's just like, once it's been brought to my attention, of course, now I'm hearing it over and over and over. I hate religion. I hate religion. I hate religious people. Really? <laughs> Baby, if you hate religious people, don't go to heaven. You can go ahead and go to hell. Won't no religious people be there. None. If you want to rid yourself from religion, go to hell. Literally. 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 I ain't saying that to, to be one of them people who, you know how Christians be wanting to cuss so bad so they'll just say something like that. <laughs> then they'll try to cover it up. But no, literally. Literally. Go to hell if you don't want to be around religious people. Because ain't no religion going on down there. Huh? So, yeah. So, I just came to educate in case anyone was repeating that. Um, please don't repeat that. No, religion is good. Okay? Religion is good. Repeat after me. Religion is good. One, one more time. Religion is good. Hypocrisy is bad. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, thank y'all so much for coming and listening to me. I appreciate every single last one of y'all. Forgive me for my absenteeness. My absenteeness. <laughs> Forgive me for being absent. But, um, yeah, that's what I have to say. And that's how I see it. All right. So anyway, um, thank y'all for listening. Remember to love things that God loves and hate the things that God hates. All right. And you'll be all right. And uh, remember that God loves you. I love you too. And until next time, peace. Have Instagram. Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.